You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm Brad Wakai coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. And that is Tyson Gentry coming to you from Missoula, Montana. Now, Tyson, we're talking a little hardball today. Got to get some MLB action here on the podcast, man. It's been a little bit. I know we've had a lot of other things to talk about. Football, basketball are two main sports, but we, we got to go to the diamond, man. There's been a bunch of stuff been going on here. Well, we hop in here every now and then. We don't um, do it nearly as religiously as you do during the NFL season or the NBA season. But um, I think that's okay because, to be completely honest, we talk about the MLB when we're bored. And I think that we're not alone in that. I think that's a pretty national uh, thing there. But there's some some interesting stories going on right now in baseball that we just kind of felt like we needed to give, give our thoughts on. Yeah, that that's true, and it's not a slight to baseball. Don't all you all you baseball fans out there? Don't be clutching your pearls. Don't be taking offense to it. You know, we, you got all summer, man. Like, t- just take the time when everybody's watching you, and don't don't be crying about it. That's that's what we got to say. We we like baseball. We're not hating on it here. We're talking about it for Christ's sake. Yes. <laughs> well, let's move into the biggest storylines and one that hurts Tyson's heart, and I really want to get his opinion on this. Is that Jacob Degrom once again done for the season with Tommy John surgery, and Tyson? He's not like these other Mets fans who are like kind of dancing on the grave of Degrom. He actually has some remorse, which is something not seen in that fan base. You got to be a psychopath to like. I mean, it's the same thing whether you're a fan of uh, if you're a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron James went to the Heat. Like, if that dude would have got hurt, he'd look like an asshole, <laughs> like celebrating and all that stuff. And then the clauses that come out afterwards. If if you didn't know that, basically, him missing this year is going to turn his player option in 2026 into a team option or 2027, whenever it is, but it also uh, bumps his contract up. So now he's going to be making uh, more money over a shorter period of time. He's going to come back to a three-year $115 million contract, Brad, and all that stuff's great. He's going to go down now as the best player in the history of the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. I think Jacob deGrom just now, like he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. He's not going to have um, the sustained greatness over uh, – like consecutive periods of time because we only get to see he's like a shooting star. Like he shows up, he's the best pitcher in baseball and then he'll disappear for a year and then he'll show back up and then he'll be the best pitcher in baseball again. And then he disappears. Um, and I think this is going to be maybe the last time we ever see him disappear, uh, which stinks because he was finding his footing and nobody else has like done what this guy has been able to do over like short stretches. And we just never got to see it for a five, six, seven year period. I mean, some of his numbers like in 2020, it was this dude is better than anybody that's ever thrown a baseball. Like you have to go back to the 1800s to find people that were like him Um, and he gets hurt and he's, he's done for the year. And if you don't know, part of the reason Mets fans I think are celebrating this is because Every Jacob DeGrom injury ever starts with a 15-day DL. And then it goes to 30, and then he goes to 60, and then it's an IR and he's out for the year. And so it was like, ha-ha, it happened to somebody else. But it hurts the game, dude. And it hurts like this is the best pitcher I've ever seen with my own two eyes. So we don't get to watch him anymore, and that sucks. And if you're celebrating, you're an asshole. 
There we go. I love it. Tyson's a little soliloquy there, but you know who else it hurts? Tyson is the Texas Rangers who we signed for in the offseason, but they're the second best team right now, which I think shocks a lot of people. I mean, Bruce Bochy, the manager there now, Corey Seager's finance footing, Marcus Simeon. Like, this is a really good baseball team. They're four games back from the Rays, who are the best team in baseball, and they've done it through hitting. They have the best different run differential in the entire league at plus, plus 155 or something. 154. It's crazy. And we're recording this on a Thursday night. So, like, it could increase. Like, it's crazy what these guys are doing right now. It's the best run differential through 60 games uh, since 1939 Yankees. And so I was just talking about the Grom and the history and stuff there. The offense is like, you know, they're putting up Yogi Berra numbers basically is what that's telling you. Yeah, I remember that team. Watched them with my own eyes. You know, they were really good. They could really hit. <laughs> but, I mean, it's this is a huge blow. But, like, Bruce Bochy has been around the block more than, you know, probably 90% of coaches and managers across all sports. Like, this dude's been around forever. This is a veteran-laden team. Chris Young knows what he's doing. All that stuff's awesome, but like to lose your ace and you know before real winning time starts in the MLB because that's the thing. Uh, the Phillies, the Braves, uh, whoever else you want to name, they're 30 and 31 through this point in the season. And then the second half of the year starts, somebody gets hot normally in the NL, and that team is the one that goes to the World Series. And it's hardly ever the guys that start out 40 and nine, yeah, 100%. And Nathan Lavaldi's acted like the ace so far, but. You know more mileage on him. It's it. We'll see. We'll see how they can how they can handle it. Now the other red hot team had the Rays, and they stay hot. Like they got off to that insane start, and they have not slowed down. They are forty six and nineteen as we're recording this. Only team in the league with a seven above a seventy percent win percentage. Like it's absurd. And it's just this was supposed to be a down year for the Rays, and they just never do it because their analytics are great, and they have an elite farm system that when the players come up, they perform. And when it's time for them to move on, it's like the right time. I don't know. They have that magic touch. It's crazy how good these guys are. And they just continue to play a winning style of baseball. It's it's super impressive what Kevin Cash and the front office has done there. It's We've been waiting for them to to go into a slump because that's everybody slumps. That's how baseball works. There's going to be a dead period, we think. It's been two months, and they've just been killing everybody. Like, they lose two games to the Cubs, and it's like, oh, maybe this is when uh, this, the other shoe drops or the other – um, you know, part of the season starts for the Rays. And then they just go take three out of four from the Red Sox, right back on track, no problems. They hit the shit out of the ball. <laughs> they play smart. Like, they're just – I don't know what's going on. I, it truly doesn't feel sustainable, but this might be uh, one of the better regular season teams that we, we're going to see for a long time. I, it, that's what I'm kind of wondering, too. And we'll we'll see. I mean, I took the Blue Jays to win this division before the season starts, and they're 10 games back from the Rays. Yeah. And I'm, there's a lot of baseball left, but it's it's nerve-wracking. And there's, I mean, there's 35 and 28. You're you're happy with that um, for 90 percent of the teams in the league, and right. you happen to be almost dead at this point in the year. It's crazy. It's crazy. The other thing that's a pleasant surprise here, Tyson, I gotta say, is the Baltimore Orioles. Like, like I can't believe it. Like we've been they've been flirting with this for a while. You know what I mean? Like it's just oh yeah, normally they're good every once in a while, but they this season have really like exploded like their farm system speaking of has done a really good job they're sitting at 38 and 24 like adley rutschman their catcher is a star santander um you know their, their pitching staff has done a really good job and they just like have started piecing together these wins now i am a little concerned because their bats are starting getting quiet and their run differential is only a plus 24 
that does not bode well for teams who win close games when we get later into the season. But this has been a great start for Baltimore. Yeah, and we're going to know how long this thing's going to last uh, based on how Aaron Hicks hits the ball. Uh, Cedric Mullins goes out, he's hurt. Um, so you got to go find a bat. You find somebody that got cast off basically from a division rival. Um, and he's not going to be the most important player. But sometimes in sports, there are those moments where you just happen to make the right decision at the right time, or you grab somebody and um, he's rejuvenated, and all of a sudden that bolsters everything else. And to have a top 10 offense in Baltimore in this division um, and kind of be the the talking point as far as the bats go in the AO, like it's impressive. Yeah, and as a as a Yankees fan who's seen Aaron Hicks spend time in the Yankees for way too long, good luck. That's all I'll yeah. say there. He's six for fifteen or something like that uh, since he showed up in Baltimore. He's hot. How about that, man? Sometimes they just get it right. Tyson, you know what? You know what fails to or not fails to amaze me. Maybe it just continues to amaze me. I think it's a better term. The AL Central stinks. <laughs> like it's horrible. Like right now, they do not have a team with a winning record in their division. Like the Twins, they're leading it at 31 and 32. The Cleveland Guardians got off to a good start. They're bad now, 28 and 33. The White Sox continued to disappoint. Hey, guys, maybe it wasn't all Tony LaRusso's fault, you hacks who cover this game because he got mad at somebody not hustling. Like, give me a break. 28 and 35 for all that talent on that team. Looks like Tim Anderson wants out. The Tigers disappoint again, and the Royals are the second worst team in baseball. Like, this division's horrible. Yeah, it's not good. And I, we talked with uh, Jack Vita uh, before the season, and he kind of laid out that the AL Central was going to stink a little bit worse than uh, people were talking about. But after the offseason, uh, you certainly would think the Minnesota Twins would be better than 31 to 31. Um, dude, they just strike out. Like, it's just a bunch of dudes who, like, swing and miss. And then, so when they put the bat on the ball, they win games. It just so happens that they strike out at a higher clip than just about everybody else. Who would have thought that getting rid of the best hitter, pure hitter in baseball, Luis Arise, and letting him go to Miami would be bad for your lineup? Like, Who would have thought? It's almost like hitting the ball is important in this sport, Tyson. Well, I mean, in their defense, they did uh, randomly have to spend $300 million after they didn't think that they were going to have to twice this offseason. Yeah, that's a good point. Correa, and he has not played well. I understand the criticism as he's counting his millions of dollars. <laughs> Anything else that's catching your eye here, Tyson? I know we're just doing a little catch-up, but some major storylines that you've seen. I mean, we were all excited for the Pirates, and they've kind of come back to life a little bit. I think uh, the Angels, what are they sitting, 33 and 30 right now, something like that. That's always going to be a storyline anytime you have probably the two best players in baseball and you still hover around 500. Uh, but in all honesty, like, the pitch clock has been great. It's it's sped the game up. You can get through an MLB game now in the same amount of time that you can get through like a regular season NBA game, um, which helps a ton as far as viewership goes. But like nobody's going to the games in person, Brad. And th- I think that that's, that's a different issue. And maybe that's something that the MLB will never be able to rectify because when you play Tuesday afternoon in the middle of the week in a hot summer day, you're not going to uh, fill up the stands but there's like more people at a local high school track meet than there is at an A's game oh the A's are a joke like them it's moving crazy. to Vegas is, is long overdue like it's a joke what's been going on there and I you know I saw something on Twitter the other day it was a throwback to an A's game that place was lit like that would put it was jumping and just what they've done to that franchise is actually sad and now you're not going to have a single professional team in Oakland it's actually ridiculous they lose the in bowls to Vegas man and well, the and the Warriors like, oh, thanks guys, we only won multiple championships here. Let's go to San Francisco. It's yeah, just, 
it's it's actually really sad what's happened in Oakland. But I mean, it's a disgrace what the front office has done there. And now they're going to get a nice little cushy deal for themselves to move to Oakland or move to Vegas. It's actually a joke. But I agree with you. Pitch clock and rule changes with expanding the bases, more stolen bases. You know, the the shift. I think that people haven't realized like the balls in play. It's great. Like it's fast. I am absolutely loving it. Now, Tyson and I, we haven't watched a lot of games. Like, we're not going to sit here. We're like, yeah, we watched every game so far this year. Like, we're following along. Like, we know the storylines. We'll, we'll throw baseball on when it's happening. But let's be honest here, guys. This is not the baseball calendar for the normal watcher. Like, we're coming up on it. Like, after the finals are done, that's when I start diving into baseball, and I'll have it on all the time, pretty much at night. What, you know, that's my time when I catch up on TV shows, but I'll have it on the laptop. I'll, you know, keep an eye on what's going on. But I agree with you. I'm curious to know what viewership's going to do during the summer, but I think during, I I think the, I think the stadium itself, the attendance is going to increase in the summer, but you could obviously with school out and things like that, but I don't know. I'm I'm curious to know how this uh, game, they plan to continue to grow it and try to get it in front of more eyes. I think people are going to be excited because this is the first time in pretty much ever, as far as the television product goes, where there is, there's something happening all the time. And you wonder why like hockey is overtaking the MOB. It's because like it's fast and there's like there's 10 things to pay attention to at any given moment. Um, and in the MOB for a long time, it was like you could go uh, to the fridge and get yourself a beverage, make a sandwich, go to the bathroom and come back before the next pitch was thrown. And so now Crazy. it's like you got 10 seconds, man, like buckle up. Um, it's going to make live betting a little bit more difficult, I think, mm. for people. But uh, maybe that's OK. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. It, it, it was good uh, talking hardball, though, Tyson. We haven't talked about it a lot. Last time we talked about it, Jack Vita was on here, kind of telling us what to expect this season. We should have listened to him, I think, a little bit more in the <laughs> AL Central. I mean, what a disastrous division. Jeez. Yeah, who knows? I mean, sometimes you just get uh, when you write articles all day, all the time, you might know a thing or two. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, like, subscribe, and share the show. In the meantime, whether you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and smash that like button. If you're listening to us in podcast form, Apple, Spotify, wherever else, send us a, f- a review, a five-star. Send us a question. We'll answer it live. Give you a shout-out on this podcast. Ask us anything. Ask us how I keep this head looking all nice and shiny, whatever the case <laughs> may be. And you can always follow us on our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's just the same handle, people, at ISWIS underscore pod. Now, We hope you enjoy your weekend. We'll be back with more NBA Finals talk next week. I may have some other hockey bets. Hoping to stay hot tonight as we have Game 3 happening in the Stanley Cup Finals. But, Tyson, we're getting closer to football. Can you feel it? Yes, I can. I mean, OTAs are wrapping. Uh, We got videos all over the place. Mike McDaniel's doing hard drugs at the press conference. It's it's a good time. It is a good time. We're going to have you covered on all things gridiron, college, and professional. So stay tuned for that. Y'all have a good weekend. Until then, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.